Welcome to Let's Get Real, a podcast brought to you by Brittany Taylor, who shares reflections and experiences from her own unique life. General themes of the podcast thus far include natural pregnancy and healthy alternative living. The main aim of Brittany's shares is to speak from a place of open authenticity with a desire to inspire you to tap into and live more of your own unique truth, whatever that may look like for you. All are welcome here. It is an honor to be sharing in this journey together. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I'm really excited to jump into it with you. And before that, I just wanted to mention a couple of resources I have available on my website if you're interested and haven't checked them out yet. So there is a page on my website that is dedicated to answering a lot of the questions I get about pregnancy, birth, postpartum, uh, childcare. And also on that page, there are resources if you're interested in learning more about any of the topics that I mention. I'm just like continually adding to it with kind of like my favorite books and podcasts and articles that I've found to be really helpful in my own journey and exploration. Also at the bottom of that page, there's a link to check out or purchase the pregnancy photo gallery that I have available. So if you're interested in following along more of like visual element of my journey along the way, I've loved creating that. And I've been posting photo updates probably about every five weeks. So you can experience that as well. And that's all on my website. It's connorandbrittany.com slash pregnancy and birth. And just so you get the spelling right and the hyphens and all that, I've included that in the description box below for the show, the show notes box below. Hello, beautiful people who are listening to this podcast. My name is Brittany, if you're new here, and I guess my name's Brittany either way. <laughs> if you're new here, welcome. I'm really grateful that you're here, all of you. It is Monday, May 6th right now. It's about 6 p.m. in the evening. And I'm excited to talk about what's going on for me right now in pregnancy. I am 36 weeks pregnant and I am on my maiden voyage. Maybe you've heard me share about that if you follow me on Instagram or maybe you're like, what the heck? is that so I'll tell you about that and I'll just tell you about some things that have been going on for me pregnancy wise and life wise in general um so yeah the maiden voyage the idea behind this for me I don't know how I came up with this name I read a book (laughs) of this girl who sailed around the world a while ago I believe she was like 17 when she started she's just so incredible and inspiring and that book I think was called maiden voyage and maybe I heard it somewhere else. Anyway, I've just adopted that. I don't feel particularly attached to it. But I want to honor this, like, the ending of an era in my life and the beginning of another era. So I've been planning this for a while. And when I first thought about doing it, I was like, I'm going to take a week and 
you know, go somewhere really far away and do this thing. And over time, as I thought about it more and started a list of things that I would want to do with my time here, I realized that I really just wanted a few days and it sounded nice to stay close to home in Austin, but not too close, especially given that I'm like towards the end of pregnancy and it just feels good to be close to home right now. So I'm about halfway into my maiden voyage now. I've been at the space that I rented, which is an hour outside of Austin. Um, It's on Lake Travis. It's beautiful and pretty secluded and really nice. Um, I've been here, yeah, a little over a day. And I'm going to be here for another day alone. And then Connor is going to join me and we're going to have what we're calling a baby moon, which you know, maybe that term is used in other ways. I haven't really looked it up, but kind of just want to appreciate our time together for a day, 24 hours, um, and maybe a little bit more before Jaja comes. So really, this all feels like creating intentional space to honor these times in our lives before we have a big change. And for me, this is super helpful in general because I feel a lot around transition and I think that's pretty normal. And I know that I'm particularly sensitive to these things. And I've just, you know, never had a child before, never had somebody that I'm, I'm sure I'm going to think about for the rest of my life every day and put their care before mine in most ways and definitely for a while and I think that's biologically the way that we're wired that feels like the way I'm wired I care so much about this being inside of me and soon they're going to be earth side and I can't know what that's going to entail completely and I remember my mom saying so many times throughout the years like yeah, oh, I used to blah, blah, blah before I had kids or like other things as well. And the way she said it, I felt like she wasn't necessarily completely, like all parts of her weren't necessarily completely on board with the change when it happened. And that could be an inaccurate interpretation of my mom and her experience. However, it did get me thinking about what I want my experience to be like, which is that I'm just so jazzed for Jaja's arrival. And I've been using their like real name that we haven't shared with the world yet uh, more often. So I just recognize I almost just called them that name here, but not quite yet and also really soon. Yeah, I just, I want to feel like I'm totally in it. And I don't think that that means that parts of me can't feel like, okay, I'm not, it's not as easy to do this thing because I'm putting a lot of energy into Jaja and family life and all these things. And also, I've, yeah, that's different than feeling like, you know, I'm not choosing it because the truth is I'm totally choosing it and I've been choosing this journey for a few years now. I've really been planning for this and setting up the timing and setting up my life so I feel like I could have the best transition and that Jaja could be brought into the most welcoming situation in all ways. So I want to really honor that. 
that it's time and also just take some time to appreciate my life that it's been for these 31 years um, before I became a mommy, daddy, whatever I will be, <laughs> this caregiver to Jaja. <sighs> so that was the plan and I had all sorts of fun things written down, which I've done a bunch of since I've been here and also noticed that there's some other stuff that's been on top for me so I also want to share about that and I think that's really good and it's totally okay with me it's really just about like any of these times that I create for myself where I'm unplugging which I've done and I'm really going within and doing some special practices around that all of those are just times to be more with whatever is real for me and as I was settling into this space yesterday, I noticed that I was really excited to do a bunch of these things that are more geared towards honoring my, quote, maidenhood and <laughs> um, getting excited for motherhood. And also that I didn't feel like I could start with that because I have other things that feel unprocessed for me or were feeling more unprocessed for me. I feel like I spent... Um, yeah, a good chunk of time processing all that. And I think that that's all relevant and it's all part of the same thing in a way. It's just, just like creating space. For me, it has felt like creating space to be with feelings that have been coming up for me that I haven't created the spaciousness to process completely. So I would say for the last two weeks, especially, life has been really full for me and for Connor and for other people who are really closely linked with us and particularly in the realm of relationships for whatever reason I'm sure there's good reason it's been a really intense time in my life in all of our lives who are in this intertwined web of beautiful relationships it's been such a potent time of growth and exploration together and new situations have come up that I've never experienced before either like as a, a like key player in them or a key supporter or whatever it is and I feel like I've been with all these things as they've come up and also that life's been moving so fast and there's so many things going on at once and that coupled with really trying to prepare some more like logistical things in terms of business like getting business stuff to a place where I feel like I can really take a couple months not off completely but step way back during like the end of pregnancy and during postpartum that's been taking a lot of energy and just like preparing the space so with Connor preparing our home space which really, again, it's like there's not much to do. Like we wouldn't have to do anything, but there's all these things we've wanted to do. And we've kind of set our <laughs> standards high for all these things that we want to get done. And the plan was to kind of, or my plan for me was to be kind of set with all that stuff by May. And now it's May 6th and I was wanting to like go into this maiden voyage with all that done. And it's just not, and that's okay. And I think that's a big part of it too, is just recognizing like, I'm totally ready, we're totally ready, and also I can enjoy my time doing more things in these coming weeks as I want to, and there's always going to be more to do. 
Oh, yeah, and the other thing that's been going on lately is I've had some visitors. So my sister visited for a couple days. My best friend from childhood visited for a week. And, um, yeah, we had a friend visit from out of town. There's just been a lot going on. And a lot of romantic connections for Connor and for me and yeah just a lot of feelings around those things which is interesting like I've really noticed it's interesting because um, and I hope it's okay that I'm sharing about all this stuff before sharing about my maiden voyage I guess that's just the way it's sort of been in my brain and the way it's naturally coming out it's interesting for me because I noticed I've noticed in the last like six months and maybe more probably more probably more like nine months feeling like I'm just loving the place I'm at in terms of my ability to support others particularly Connor in in their relationships with others in in ways that like otherwise would have triggered me at different times and it's not that I don't feel anything however I feel so much like compersion and excitement for them with these other relationships they're experiencing and I feel like I have so much support for them and jealousy hasn't really been surfacing for me in ways that it used to and I think part of that is just all the work that I've done around it and I completed my healing jealousy program and I think the process of doing all that really you know completed parts of my healing of jealousy and I also feel like there's always more layers of healing there and I know I'll continue on that journey possibly forever and also like I was just feeling in such a great space for it with it and then I noticed about two weeks ago now I just had yeah I just felt overloaded I felt like all of a sudden everything felt hard and I think I had it came on the tails of supporting Connor in multiple ways back to back that I've never really supported him before and experiencing things in his life you know as that support of of those things that I've never supported before and and then on top of that feeling like I was kind of leading into this new phase of pregnancy I felt I have felt different And I imagine it's a lot of physical changes and hormonal changes and spiritual changes. And I know some people describe this time as like going into this last month where you're kind of like straddling two worlds. And I really feel that. And I really have wanted to be able to sink more into that. And I think I was feeling a natural desire for more of that to go within myself, have self-time, have time to celebrate my life and my relationships and was feeling kind of pulled out of that as I was wanting to hold space for Connor, support him and process how I felt around these relationships and activities in his his life. And so that was two weeks ago and it kind of like, I felt like I was kind of wonky for like five days and I felt like judgments come up because I was feeling like, man, I'm so good at this. (laughs) I've got so much support for this being whom I love. And uh, yeah, I felt like I wasn't doing a good enough job for me. Like wasn't living up to my standards of the kind of space I wanted to hold for him 
which was really hard for me. And then on top of that, feeling like I was wanting validation in ways that I felt like he wasn't able to necessarily offer me at the time. (sighs) Yeah, it's really interesting. So that was pretty intense. And on top of that, then I've also been having like a pretty in-depth, definitely the most in-depth relationship I've ever had outside of this one with Connor since like we began our our time connecting some five years ago and yeah just I'm like totally in love with this other being as well and loving my relationship with her and I at the same time I was processing things around Connor I was also starting to feel like I was processing things around her and her connections with other people and just changes yeah I remember that what I was feeling a lot of was like things are so good right now or things have been so good and I feel like everything's about to change and also like she and Connor were just like really rocking things and holding great space for me like as a unit together and I felt like we were all really solidified like in our our family connection and that was like so relieving for me and I feel like in that space I sort of allowed myself to feel the fears that were somehow underneath there you know or we're just coming up around like oh my gosh everything's gonna change we're gonna have this other being here you two have other lovers and like um like yeah like what's gonna happen for me and do I have the space to support all of us in all of this in the ways that I want to so that was happening and then after that I felt like took me some days to kind of like get through all that and I was able to process it to a a good degree and also like definitely wanted to do more but just not finding the time for self-time that's definitely been something I've needed um especially with people visiting and then wanting to see both of those beings and also having other relationships in my life man um you can tell that relationships are very important to me I imagine and yeah then after that feeling like some insecurities arise on both of their parts and you know feeling things around whatever is coming up for them and wanting to hold space for both of them and so just like I could talk about all that stuff I'm sure for a really long time but um yeah basically I've been feeling a fucking lot and yeah, parts of me have just wanted to have the time to really go within, and it's been hard to feel like there's space for that in Austin while I'm really wanting to dedicate time to Connor and to this other (laughs) being, and man, it's feeling relieving to be away from all that and to feel like we're all sort of doing that at the same time. Connor's unplugged and taking time and this other, I'm just gonna fucking say her name, which is Bridget. She is like also taking time for herself and has um, a retreat this week. And so I feel like, yeah, we're all linked in that as well. Hmm. I wonder how it feels to receive like some of these things that I share about on this podcast I realize it's like super personal I guess to my life and yeah I hope it's valuable for you it feels helpful for me to talk about and also feel like sometimes maybe I overshare 
I really don't know. Maybe this is the first time that's coming up for me. And I'm just thinking about that as I record this. Okay, I just took a couple moments to think about that. Just feel like, yeah, that was more of like a diary purge in a way than I've ever shared on this podcast before, shared in general, like via video or anything. And I wonder if that feels okay for me. And I'm not sure, but I do want to keep recording kind of from where I'm at and talk about my maiden voyage. So I'm here in one of the bedrooms in the beautiful home that I'm renting in Lago Vista, um, Texas, which is, like I said, an hour from Austin. And I've Airbnb'd a place. I'm just like sitting here naked. That's one of the first things I did when I walked in, just took off my clothes. I'm feeling like more so than ever I do not want to have clothes on especially like nothing on my belly right now (laughs) and uh, I'm just feeling so grateful for all the time that I've had here and that I still have a bunch of more solo time here so I'm going to tell you some of the things I've done and then some of the things that I still have written down that I would love to do and I'm also you know just cool with rolling with it and seeing what I naturally do so things that I have done already um a lot of journaling both written and then typed out I like to journal type type journal especially when I have a lot coming up because I can type very quickly and I can just like close my eyes and and process a lot faster that way so I was able to work through a lot of the things that I was just sharing about and understand them better and hold space and like feel very emotional and and then also gain a lot of clarity rather quickly so it's kind of like as if I'm just thinking or talking but it's it helps me really it feels more real like I'm actually letting it out and being seen and heard And I kind of like wrote down some specific questions as I was playing around with all that and was journaling about those too. Um, Right to Jaja. So I've been keeping this sort of like, um, yeah, I guess it's like diary of some sort, writing to Jaja since the beginning of pregnancy. And just sort of checking in and saying hi and telling them things about what I'm experiencing with them. And I want to keep doing that throughout their early life because I think it's such a cool thing and something that I would have really loved or would really love to to see from my mom or my dad's early days of, of my mom being pregnant and then, you know, my early life because it's kind of pre... I want to see... I have memories from when I'm really young, but I, you know, I don't have the in-depth memories that I have from when I was a little older. And I'm really excited to be able to offer that to Jaja or not, you know, whatever they want. <sighs> um, baths. I've, I, my plan was to take some good baths. That was one of the things I made sure this Airbnb had was a bathtub, and it does. It has two and I took a really nice bath this morning and I did a facial in the bath. I just had like this scrub that I like to use and did a mask. Both of them I brought back from Thailand and they're just like a couple of natural dried herb ingredients and oh, it feels so good after I do that. 
and read. I wanted to read and I have this fiction book that I've been reading. It's a young adult fiction. It's really good. It's called The Girl Who Drank the Moon and I'm really enjoying it and I've been, I've done so much reading and listening to podcasts that is like centered around birth and postpartum and other things related to childcare that I feel like it's really important to kind of like also just let go of a feeling like I need to have some sort of like educational productive reading so this has felt good go to a park by the water yeah there's a like I said I'm right on the lake basically so I just walked like a half mile down the road to this really sweet park nobody was there today and just like laid there and read and just did nothing which is also something on my list do nothing I've really tried to do that not be too productive and also visualize birth so I've done a lot of that have like my ideal birth in mind I actually have a couple that sounds so good um, and I visualized that down by the water, which felt so good. And I noticed how much I love to drag out those fantasies. I love fantasizing. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, make a new, I still call it fertility, fertility chart, even though it's really not at this point. I started tracking my cycle a few years ago when I went off of birth control and I've sort of stuck with keeping a daily chart throughout pregnancy and I adapted it for pregnancy so um, by the way if that's something you're interested in you can go to my website the page that I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast and I have a link to that fertility chart which is free to download on my website and I think that I have it set up so you can see the whole folder of various charts that I have so you know they're all customizable and I really recommend customizing them for things that you want to track in your daily life. So I'm tracking right now, like I'm not charting my temperature or my signs of fertility during pregnancy. Um, I was at the very beginning of pregnancy. I was charting my temperature, but then I, yeah, I let that go. And I'm charting more things like, um, daily movement, other health, self-care practices, like, meditation and gratitudes and oil pulling and getting into nature and then activity oh yeah daily movement I said that so like if I'm doing acrobatics or handstands or um going for a walk or dancing or doing calisthenics um massage if I'm doing that sex play um and then I have an area kind of for like how much sleep I'm getting I've got an area for my mood and energy and just notes on things that might have been going on that day and then the lunar cycle as well so where the moon is at because I find that it all correlates for me yeah so those are a lot of the things I have done something on my list was record a podcast so that's happening right now and I've also been gathering images for a vision board, my MILF vision board, as I'm calling it, which is really fun. <laughs> so here are some other things that are on my list that I imagine I'll probably do most of and also like I don't feel like I need to get them all done. 
look over my 2019 goals. That's something I like to do about halfway through the year in general. And I know it's a little early for that, but it feels like such a good time to kind of look at them and just see how they feel. And if I want, like write down some visions I have for the coming months. Um, yeah, I wrote envision birth, which I have, and write down my ideal birth. That was something I just actually heard. I was listening to a podcast on the Free Birth Society, which, by the way, I don't know if you check them out, but they're they're just great, and I really recommend it. Um, and it was cool because the person who was telling the story was talking about that, about like writing down their ideal birth, and then afterwards recognizing they had totally had it, which I just think is awesome. Um, so I don't know if I'll actually write it down or not, but if it feels right, I will. Meditate. I've done just the tiniest bit, but I feel like, yeah, I really want to create space for an extended meditation. Tarot. I've brought my tarot deck and my tarot books, and I'm really looking forward to doing a spread, or at least drawing some cards for myself. I'm reading this stuff off a list, by the way. Feel emotions, allow, and cry. I feel like I've done that, and also I want to do more of that still. Wrote down, like, ritual or ceremony. I thought I might want to do some sort of a ceremony, specifically around appreciating and honoring my life before having a child and sort of, like, what I want to be, things I'm letting go of and things that I'm embracing. Self-massage. Have a fire. I got a place with a fire pit. Um, on purpose they have an outdoor fire pit and an indoor one and I was so tired last night and didn't end up having one but I gathered some wood today and actually I'm going to go out and gather a little more after this before it gets dark so I can have a fire tonight I love fires (laughs) plan for my time back at home so I do want this to be enough of a transition time so that like when I go back home I'm not just working (laughs) to the extent that I was before this because I think that that's um that's that's an area where I tend to do too much and whatever too much means for me that's how it can feel sometimes this is really hard for me to stop doing business stuff I really enjoy it and also notice that I tend to prioritize that over self-care sometimes and over um getting yeah self-care things even like getting into nature and relaxing and if I feel like there's stuff that needs to be done or that I want to get done I choose that and it's hard for me to stop so I want to have like an even more so intentional plan for things that I'm going to hit upon every day and prioritize over business stuff And if that means someday I don't do any business stuff, that's totally okay. And I think that's really going to set me up for having the spaciousness to have a really integrated transition during these next month plus, next couple months. Um... Yeah, oh, so in addition to having, like, a plan for my daily flow when I get back, I also wrote down mantras that are just feeling really good for me. Record a video, maybe, and record a podcast, so we'll see if I decide to record a video or not. Make love to myself. I just love doing that. Self-pleasure. I brought some toys with me, or maybe I'll just, you know, I have my own toys in, in my touch, Um, 
And I definitely want to create space for that. And I'll probably do that tonight too, maybe before having a fire. I wrote down clay belly and pics. And I'm not sure if I'll go take pictures of myself after putting clay on my belly. I really wanted to like do some cool designs with clay and do a photo shoot like out in nature. And I was thinking I would do that last week and I didn't. I was thinking I'd do it like two days ago and I didn't. And we'll see where I end up with that. I actually forgot the bentonite clay I was going to bring. So I probably won't do it this trip. Um, But it's something that's on my mind. And yeah, that's really it. Besides like some specific questions I wrote down for myself that have to do with like relationships and my daily flow and etc. <sighs> so that's what's that's what's been going on in my maiden voyage. That's what I'm planning to have go on during the rest of my maiden voyage. And that's what I wanted to share with you in this podcast. I really hope that I get to record some more podcasts before before birth. I have some ideas in mind like of topics that I imagine could be cool to hear about. And um, it feels important to create space for them even if I don't get around to releasing them right away. So... I do think I'll be making that more of a priority and a couple of YouTube videos. So hopefully I can do all those things in a way that doesn't feel like work and just kind of feels like it's helping me process and share as well as getting to offer you value for anybody who's interested in my journey in this way. Okay, I'm gonna leave it there. Transition to my next thing or to nothing because that's okay that's so okay. I hope that you're having a beautiful day or evening, morning, wherever you're at. And I'm really grateful for you being here. I know that, yeah, like I shared, this definitely the first half of this is a much more personal episode than I feel like I've ever really shared. And I think I am gonna keep it all in. So you'll know (laughs) by this point of listening to the podcast. And I just really appreciate you holding space for me being real in this way. Sending you tons of love. Bye.